welcome to Miles to Memories. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Joe Chung. And Mark Osterman is back with us this week. We have a great show for you. Chase has a brand new transfer partner with Ultimate Rewards. Aeroplan has joined the mix. We'll talk about Aeroplan's new program and what we are excited about for this new partnership, when it's going to start, all of the details you need to know. Walmart also came out with a memo officially banning manufactured spending. They detailed exactly what it is and exactly why it's against their policy. The question remains on how they will enforce it. We'll discuss all of that news. Plus, buyer beware on Amazon when using points or accidentally using points. Find out what's been happening lately where Amazon's been taking points instead of cash and how to fix it. Plus, rapid fires and more. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. mtmpodcast.com is where you can go to subscribe and consider leaving us a review in your favorite podcast app. Reviews definitely help us reach more people. And if you want to dive deeper into the world of miles and points, consider our Diamond Patreon, patreon.com forward slash miles to memories. $10 a month gets you access to our private Facebook and Discord groups, plus bonus content every single week. We love our Diamond Patreon members and have so much fun over there. Consider joining us. All right, let's hit it. Hey guys, good to see you again. Mark, welcome back to the show. We did not miss you at all last week. Bethany filled in quite nicely and rounded out the show perfectly. A little bit pretty. Yeah, and she has a better laugh. Let's just put it right there out there on the Ooh. table. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Glad to have you back this week. <laughs> I didn't really even get a day off. off, man. I didn't even really get a day off. I know you were writing in the middle of the show. Amex. Uh, post on the website, yeah. Yeah, Amex had to go all rad on us and shut down a whole bunch of accounts, so... And I even joined in the chat, the live chat in the Diamond Lounge. Um, I was like, you guys are drinking beers and having fun, and I'm writing up this story. And Joe's like, yeah, you picked the, the worst day to take a day off. That was like my week off because I was like looking for it. And then I ended up not having any. I was not I was so busy around that day, and then that day I wasn't busy. So then I'm like, well, what am I doing? I could have just done the show. And I was sitting there actually doing my best to ignore it because I just wanted to pretend like I actually had the night off. But I think Joe messed up the scheduling on your night off, so you had to <laughs> – well, and like fix the video or something. then then of course ian had to like do some oh, yeah, weird, talk about some weird <laughs> stuff and so everybody is like hinting at how how horrible the, the show was or what you talked about and then i like should i listen to it should i oh. to this day i haven't actually watched the live stream of it i haven't watched it. i just listened to the edited version so Ian's I, like, oh, I think there's people outside what are they doing oh they're training yeah. dogs what yeah yeah and then there's something about his you know his daughter and all that stuff so uh, it was quite the uh, quite the, the interesting show. If you haven't listened to it, um, he was talking about his trip to Istanbul. So, Joe, how uh, how's your week been? Pretty good. We are getting a big snowstorm on Thursday, and I saw there's like this superintendent in West Virginia, I think it is, who gave everyone like a snow day. So I think the storm's hitting them tomorrow. So everyone in this West Virginia, I think it's Jefferson County schools is getting a snow day. And I'm like, that's what a real superintendent does. He wrote a really nice letter about how like we've lost so much and like take tomorrow off uh, to just be kids and to just relax. And so, you know, no. even though half the schools are virtual and stuff like that, he is uh, giving everyone that, you know, first snow day off. I don't want any kids at home. Yeah, it's interesting. I never thought about it at, from the perspective of like a stay-at-home dad, but you know, as a teacher, the first snow day of the year is always like a holiday. So, I'm pretty sure our superintendent though is not as cool as that guy. So, you know, 
I'm just going to have to teach my class online and then go shovel for like three hours. So you guys ready to get into the show and talk about some exciting news that Chase dropped this week? A new transfer partner. We've been waiting for this for quite a long time, right? I mean, all we've seen for the last few years is Chase losing partners, losing Korean Air a few years ago. That one hurt a lot. And even losing like over the years Amtrak, which had a lot, was another very valuable partner they had. And then we've seen their existing partners sort of get whittled down to other programs that you could transfer from other programs. They weren't unique. The only unique ones they really had were, or they still only have, is United and Hyatt. But now they're at least adding Aeroplan, which isn't unique, but is a Star Alliance program that has a lot of opportunity. Yeah, I was just uh, having a conversation about, like, is Chase really still better than Amex with all the partners that uh, Amex has compared to Chase? You know, Chase, I think we've talked about it here too, right? It boils down to, like, just being Hyatt. So it, I'm glad to um, have Aeroplan added. I think we should go to Mark first since he has, like, no opinions on this uh, because <laughs> after that, uh, I have a story related to this that we can talk about. But, you know, Mark, what was your non-opinion on this news? Deadpan. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, anytime you add a new partner, it's a good thing. I don't really use the currency much. So for me, it's a, it's a non-starter, really. And I will say, to your point, I do think Amex has kind of overtaken Chase in the throne. And that, that happened like a year or two ago. Just the more par- the partners they have, the easier to earn points, more variety of cards, that type of thing. So I think it's already you know covered a little bit. As far as Chase, it's exciting. At least it means that they're out there looking to add where they can. So I have Ryan working on like a hot tips next week for the site where he'll give all the great uh, juicy tidbits of what, where you can use this new partner. So I'll look forward to that. But <laughs> as well, far we should as... point out that Airplan just launched the, the, their new program. Yeah. They just did a complete overhaul of their program. And Ryan wrote a great article on the site, which we'll put in the show notes, basically breaking down what there is to like and dislike about the program, the pluses and minuses. So actually, that's really great timely that'll be a good companion piece to what he's writing now um, as far as where the opportunity is here and joe have you ever booked with them or what was your story that you had to tell yeah so last week we were like talking live on the air and you know amex was shutting people down and so i like started getting really paranoid as of right now i'm pretty sure that i will be safe like but i had one plastic transaction on paypal key so i was like oh dang i don't i don't want Amex to shut me down for that. So I like went through all this debating, like I wanted to move like 500,000 membership rewards out of Amex. And so, you know, I moved some to Delta. I know that's not the best, but like from Boston, like we can use Delta all the time to Europe, to Orlando, to wherever. So to Detroit, of course, of course. (laughs) So I moved some to Delta, but then I was like, okay, do I want to move some to Cathay Pacific Asia miles? Remember, I don't have an AA account. Right. So like, do I want to move some to Asia miles so I can fly on Cathay? Cause I know, you know, eventually we're going to go back to Hong Kong or do I want to move to Aeroplan and use that to go to Europe? Um, and I actually had forgotten that Aeroplan had a new program. And so, you know, I, then I had to like do research into like what's Aeroplan's new program and stuff like that. And of course, Ryan can tell us better, but I came to the conclusion that, you know, with Aeroplan, I can get to Europe in business class one way for 60,000 miles from Boston, or I can go with a stopover for 65,000. And I was like, okay, that's pretty good. So, you know, I ended up moving the miles over to Aeroplan, but part of my thinking was like, oh shoot, if Amex shuts me down 
and I need to top off my arrow plan because like I use some, but like I have some weird number left over, like I'm going to have no way to top it off. And then like literally the day after I transferred, this news came out and it really does make me feel better in general. Cause when you have multiple transfer partners to the same program, you know, we see this with programs like Virgin Atlantic, it makes those programs so much more valuable overall. So, you know, I'm glad I moved stuff to Aeroplan. I mean, part of me was like, oh, I guess maybe I should have moved to Cathay Pacific because I can't move anything else into Cathay Pacific. But, you know, I'm happy with the change, but it was just kind of funny how that timing worked out. And so hopefully in 2021, I'll get to know how the Aeroplan program works because I've never redeemed under the old program. Um, so, you know, the new program might as well be the only Aeroplan program to me. Chase read your I've mind. I've quite a few. The search in my yeah, Google search. A few times. I know. <laughs> True. Welcome to the future, baby. Welcome to the future. Anyway, I was going to say I uh, had booked with them before a few times. The best thing I had found about them is that the transfers were instant from American Express. So there was a couple of times, at least three or four times where I booked like a ticket, transferred, booked the ticket right away for travel like that night or the next day. So it's very good for last minute bookings. And that's generally what I've used it for. And Always another a good option. I probably will continue to use American Express for that and use Chase for Hyatt. But like you said, it's always good to have an option to top off from different places. Yeah, I mean, it strengthens Chase a little bit, I guess, although it's not giving them anything that American Express doesn't have already. I just think that like Chase needed something else, you know, because like in like a worst case scenario, like what happens if Chase loses Hyatt one day, you know, then ultimate rewards. It's Don't like, say it's that, just... Joe. Take that. Pay back. yourself back. But Chase, you know, becomes pay yourself back. <laughs> but like that might not last until past April. So, you know, I, I do really think that Chase needed something to stay competitive with American Express and even City Thank You Points to some extent, even though City Thank You Points transfer partners are like more obscure, there's still like more options. There's something to be said about having at least some quantity to go with quality. Because like when you're relying on just one or two partners, especially right now, Miles and Points is all about having that flexibility. So I'm really glad they're going to add it. Although I did see, I finally read one of the articles about this new option and it's not going to be until late 2021. So that's a little later than I had been hoping, but you know, we can make it work. That, and they're also launching a credit card of which they didn't give too many details or really any details. So that'll launch later in 2021 as well. So we will stay tuned for some more details. Hopefully that will launch with a good bonus. Hopefully it's and, like the the British the Avios cards, British Airways and stuff like the 50k plus another 50k after big spend. That'd be kind of cool. I'm still a little triggered from Joe talking about Chase potentially losing Hyatt. Like I don't know if I can if I can shake that uh, and move on with well, the show. Well, I mean, he just, uh, let's he be honest. You you have basically downgraded Hyatt points in your opinion to that they're worth 1.5 1.6 cents a piece. So mm-hmm. why not just cash it out and then pay cash for your Hyatt stays? And then you're you're actually coming out ahead because you're earning points on those days. So is Hyatt really that worth that much anymore? I was told there would be no math. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, what you say sounds uh, logical on on the surface, but when you take emotion and you add it to the mix, then it doesn't make really... any sense. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's the truth. I mean Hyatt has been kind of devalued to the point that. It's the same as cashing out your points and then, but you're paying cash. So you're earning points on the stay plus credit card rewards on the stay. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you bring up a good point, Mark. I know this is like a huge tangent, but especially with you as a globalist, Sean. So, you know, if you're getting 1.5 cents per point on your chase 
ultimate rewards cashing back and then using that cash you know you're getting bonuses on top of like the normal spend um yeah. and if you're using your world of high credit card so you know i i can't do the math but it is getting closer than it used to be at least until as long as this pay yourself back option exists no tax on award stays which can be huge that's true that's a good point yeah it'd be interesting maybe I'll, I'll if i remember next year when i'm booking some stays or whatever trip I end up doing early in the year, I'll try to remember to compare the two and see see how it would come out. And uh, in the end, I think they'd probably be pretty close, as you say, because of the tax and, and everything else. But yeah, I mean, good news, something positive, and we'll look forward to another new credit card, potentially another new bonus. Of course, it'll be subject to 524, though, so we'll have to wait for that. And then we're going to talk about Walmart. Walmart has been the center of manufactured spend for... I don't know, basically in since the year 2013 or something, since the vanilla reloads um, came and Bluebird and all of that. And we haven't really ever seen them officially like use the word manufactured spending, but a memo kind of got distributed this week that says that not only does manufactured spending exist, and it pretty accurately describes what it is, but then says that Walmart's policy is officially against it now. Yeah, it's basically like a look out for this type of thing. It's going to the the cashiers and stuff. Theoretically, if this is broadcasted everywhere, they're going to be looking for people using gift cards instead of cards with your name on it and stuff. And there's always been cashiers that have done that at certain times or you run into the, you know, the person that's really about the rules and will ask to see the card and stuff like that. But this is actually like a, a memo coming out explaining what's going on, explaining what to look for. So it's kind of nerve-wracking for sure. I've already heard of a, a data point or two of people at, getting asked when they're reloading their, their serve cards and Bluebird cards today, which is not supposed to kick off for a couple more days where they really hammer down on it. So the question is, how off, how much will they stay to to the rules? You know, And I think it still will be very cashier-dependent. Um, if you have somebody that you've worked with in the past a lot, I think they'll look the other way. As new people come in and get trained, I think it will lose time. So they might be gung-ho for a month or two, and then it will slowly drift to the point that they don't pay as much attention. I haven't gone to Walmart in like two years because the the two near me have already been into this stuff where they check your card or say, if it doesn't have your name on it, you can't use it, that type of thing. So I moved on to local grocery stores for all my stuff. So I've already kind of dealt with it. So it's not a huge blow to me, but I understand people that, that this is their main go-to, that they they have to deal with it, and it's something sad to look forward to, you know, like the end of MS, maybe. What do you think, Joe? I mean, we've been told that MS was ending for like a decade now. And then so PayPal I, Geek I, launched, and it was the Mecca. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was. Until the show. It was. <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty good, but tread carefully at least with that mix but yeah like i do think this sucks for people who use walmart of course i haven't used walmart for many years as well like we don't know what enforcement is going to be like in some ways now because walmart is not my game i can say this but a lot of times when companies decide to shut down things i prefer that they just straight up shut it down like this kind of you know, it's going to depend on enforcement because I think like Mark was saying, you know, one reason I kind of stopped going to Walmart is because I just hated going and like not knowing what CSR, what the CSR was going to do to me. Right. Like I, I just, I just hated like not knowing hey, now just to interrupt. Did you ever like wait in line and you knew the one CSR would give you a problem and the other one wouldn't? And you're like, oh, no, no, I, I'm I'm responding to this text. You go in front of me. You go in front of me. I'll, I'll take the next one. 
I used to do that. <laughs> I used to do that. Uh, I didn't go to Walmart enough for that, but I used to do that in Target with uh, the good old Redbird days. Not because anyone would like reject me, but because I knew there were some cashiers who were like so much smoother with it. Didn't have to explain to them what they were doing and stuff like that. So love doing that with cashiers. And sometimes you kind of like got to debate, is the old cashier not going to give a crap or is the teenage cashier not going to give a crap? You got to do stuff like that when you're uh, playing these games. But anyway, like I was saying, sometimes I just like for things to be like completely shut down because it's almost like the energy it takes to like have the hope and then go to the desk and then get rejected like that is even worse than not having the deal at all i know others might disagree and you know they enjoy the game and the social engineering and the stuff like that but i think the thing that sucks about this memo is that now if you have those ordinary csrs who are going to say you're not allowed to do this they have something to point to they hold up papers which we know are uh gospel so i think that i think that sucks um and you know i i sympathize with everyone who is stressed about walmart but you know we really should wait and see on December 19th, which the memo was dated for, it was dated in the future. You know, let's see how things go when December 19th hits. What are your thoughts, Sean? I mean, I think it's interesting that Walmart has kind of endured through all of this manufactured spending, all these things that have come and gone over the years. You talked about Redbird, even the early days of vanilla reloads. In one form or in the other, you know, we had those Kate machines, those automated, th- one way or the other, it's endured through all of this. And so that would give me hope, I guess. But I actually got in a debate with Benji this week when this memo came out. First off, I don't know that he believed it was real, which I do believe I've seen enough evidence now to say that it's real. Um, but when a company like Walmart, as big as Walmart, goes through the pro- goes through the hassle of sending out a, cor- a corporate memo that goes through the detail and explaining it and the understanding of what it is and basically says that people who are manufacturing spending are spending too much time in the stores, creating too many backups in their money centers, I tend to believe that it's going to be enforced. And... I've, I have been in Walmart for other reasons, not for buying money orders and stuff, and their stores are packed and they're, they're over capacity and they're so busy all of the time. And I just think that that's probably, this is just something that came kind of to the surface and I expect that we'll see it enforced. Although if they don't hardwire it in, I think over time we'll see enforcement become more lax. You know, So unless Walmart's willing to try to find a way to technologically block this, there will always be opportunity for those who are diligent enough to uh, keep pushing and to make friends and to do all that social engineering stuff. I do wonder if this is coming more from the MoneyGram side of things because the Walmart that I used to go to that I went to, um, like a big hitter in Detroit, kind of laid the path for this Walmart. Like they went in there, the very first time I ever did a money order there, I was like, "Hey, can you give me a money order? You know, for nine hundred ninety nine dollars?" And this older gentleman behind the cashier was like oh don't you mean 9.99 20 or what you know what to account for the money order fee and i was like whoa what's going on here like this is i was like yeah okay i was trying to be a little bit sly so he had actually like talked to them and told them what everybody was doing so they already knew and they even informed other i was in line once and she's like can i buy a money order with a credit card and she's like no just go buy a gift card and come back and then you'll be fine so i was like this is like the twilight zone of walmart's I was super excited. It lasted for like a couple years. And then I went back one day and the same cashier that the first one offered me, you know, said, no, you want to do it with the 20 cents or whatever. I said, split tender. And he's like, wait a second, is the, is your name on him? And I'm like, no, what's going on? You know, this is no business as usual. And uh, he said, you know, we got a, a letter from MoneyGram that said name's got to be on the card. We need to stop doing this. So I do wonder if that's coming from, you know, their their vendor that they're working with. 
So that's a question. Um, one tip to get around it is there are those virtual cards that you can add multiple credit cards, debit cards to. So if this is your only play and you and you have to get into it, there are those options out there that you can load a Visa gift card to a virtual card and that will have your name on it so you can get around the cashiers if that's a problem. They cost uh, like 100, 150 bucks. It's something to look into, but that's an option. If this is your only go about, I w if, if you have other options, I wouldn't worry about it and just see how it plays out. But if this is your only option, you live in a rural area that has Walmart and that's your only MS Avenue, that's something to consider. Hey, uh, PayPal key, make a physical card. Get on that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There was one other piece of exciting Walmart news, though, that I showed you guys. Did you get I, some poopsies today or something? Is that the Walmart no, news? I got, a, I got an Xbox today. What up? Nice. I, I got a couple, a couple people in uh, Detroit got the uh, PS5 at 3 p.m. So Yeah, it's uh, okay. restocked. No, it's that they have a new font on their new signs in the stores that they're renovating, and uh, it looks much nicer than the old font. Oh, okay. So that's Nobody cares. exciting Walmart news for those of you, you who are in there all the time. These guys don't get it, but if you're in a Walmart all the time, Anything new, anything new is is good. I and legit have not been in a Walmart in like a year, and it's and somebody so and somebody good. commented. It feels so. It feels so we, good. Mark, when we, when I'm we with posted you. this in the Diamond Lounge, a couple of people said like I gave up on Walmart. You know, my Walmart shut me down. Like kind of like minded, and um, they're like it was really like the best thing that happened to me that I didn't have to worry about that anymore. It's always good to diversify and have other options. So this kind of door closes, window opens, whatever you want to say. Look at your other options, and you'll probably find something that you don't have to deal with Walmart. <laughs> Walmarts are so busy now. I mean, they're so much busier than they were. They were busy so, before. So and it's bad. like we've talked about this before with other things. Like people must just not have a place to hang out, so they go to Walmart. And it doesn't matter what what time of day, what day of the week. It's busy. Everything is is crazy in there. Sorry about that, Joe. What were you What were you gonna say? Oh no, I was gonna say maybe your MS Avenue closes, but you can become a reseller like Sean, and you'll be at Walmart every day anyway. If you miss it too much, <laughs> not recommended uh, for the average person. Uh, that's too Do much. Walmart spaceship. is hazardous to your health. Let's just put it that the way. The spaceship you know? uh, thing where you just pick up your order, order online, and go to the spaceship. Walmart so, yeah, when it doesn't work right. The new Kevin Smith get... movie coming out. <laughs> All right, enough of talk of Walmart. Let's talk about Amazon. <laughs> there we go. Let's pivot to uh, yeah. Let's pivot to, to the. <laughs> The dirty, the dirty older brother, Amazon. But yeah, I mean, we have, we cover on the site so many of these pay with points promos, and they're really lucrative. A lot of times they'll give you twenty percent, even sometimes more, for using a point, and so that incentivizes you to link your credit cards and your point programs to your Amazon account, and then something bad can happen if you don't pay really close attention, right, Mark? Yes, I know people in our Facebook group are probably looking forward to this story. Last night. My wife is like, oh, I got to order my brother some stuff for, for Christmas. This is like a Nordstrom level story, Joe, like Nordstrom level. The amount of frustration I unboiled in a couple of minutes. But so she's like, I got to order some Christmas presents for my brother. Do we still have a gift card on Amazon? Because she had ordered stuff for her parents and she used the gift card balance. And I'm like, yeah, I always have gift card balance on there. What's up, Staples five times, Chasing Plus. Load it up, always keep it so I can take care of things. So I'm like, yeah, just take care, you know, order it and use the gift card, it'll be fine. So normally she puts stuff in the shopping cart and I make the payment just to make sure nothing goes wrong and we use the proper credit cards and all that stuff. But I figured this would be no problem. So she orders it and I'm, you know, laying on the couch watching TV, have my laptop open and I get a, an email ding and I look at it and it says, you've paid with points from American Express. And I was like, 
no. Like my stomach sank. <laughs> my stomach sank. And I opened up the email and it's like, yes, you used your points on Amazon. And I might have yelled loudly, Mother Beeper. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader at my the mom. End of Revenge of the Sith. No. I said, my, the point that my wife in the other room, I don't know why mom came out, but because <laughs> I was like in the fetal position. Mommy, help me. But my wife was in the other room and she said, what? And I said, you use points to pay for that Amazon uh, purchase. She's like, no, it was zero. Like... It, because she had made another purchase a day earlier that used the gift card balance. So she looked and it showed zero, thinking gift card balance. I'm like, no, use points. You use like double the amount of, like what the points were worth, what you bought. The points were worth double that. Like th- this is, if I cash them on a uh, Schwab, you get 1.25 cents per point. If you buy them on Amazon, it's like 0.7 cents per point. Like uh, you almost use like double the points that you had to. And uh, she's like, oh no. So I cancel everything I could. One was a third party thing. So I cancel the orders. And I say, we have to reorder. So she puts them in the shopping cart. I go to reorder. And when I go to reorder, they I have auto-populated the uh, membership rewards points again. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I had checked, don't auto-populate. And this has been a problem. You know, Sean had this problem a couple of years ago. Normally, they default to the gift card. But all of a sudden, it's not defaulting to the gift card. And they auto-populated membership rewards like they shouldn't have. So this is an IT problem. I wrote up an article today and posted it. And there's a lot of comments in the Facebook group and on the article that people have run into this issue in the last couple of weeks that it's auto-populating. And when they go, go to order, they have to switch the payment. It didn't even register to my default payment, which is my prime business card, which would have been fine, 5%. So for whatever reason, I, I used it for one of those pay with points promos like a week ago. So I don't know if it defaulted to that card and then is auto populating to to fill with points, but it's a big problem and something you should be aware of because it's a terrible valuation. I'm assuming I'm going to get a credit, a statement credit on my Amex card for the amount. And then I'm going to have to chat with Amex to get them to put the points back into my account that they owe me. But something to be aware of if you order anything on Amazon, one, don't let your spouse do it. <laughs> and two, make sure they aren't stealing your points because Amazon's out <laughs> on the hunt for membership rewards. Yeah, I had somebody email me a couple days ago, even before I, this happened to you, uh, just because I had written an article about have, having it happen to me a few years ago, and they were asking me about it. So yeah, it's definitely widespread that it's happening. So I wonder if they changed something. But what people yeah, should buddy, do... Oh, go ahead. I had a buddy in our Detroit group that like last week had said, Amazon took my points, I wasn't paying attention, and it shouldn't have done that. It was it was selected to not auto populate, and it still did. So it's a it's a thing. But sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say people should go into their cards, their payments in their account, and make sure that you have the default shut off because sometimes it does doesn't even help. happen. It doesn't help. No, well, it does help in normal once they get this glitch <laughs> fixed because uh, yeah, it is definitely you know you want to make sure that that is not auto populated, especially when you add them or just be careful when you're adding a card. This is the best thing. When it's when you're linking the points programs, it has the checkbox. Just make sure you uncheck that. But then again, like you said, in this situation, it's not helping. So you now, can do all the right things and never. Something I mean, a lot of people commented in the on the post is as soon as they use it for the points promo, they just delink the points account, which might be what we need to do going forward. Um, and then when a new points promo comes up, you relink it just to make sure they don't do it because this is shady. I, I think it's an IT issue, but it's still shady that it's happening even though you have selected not to do it. And I think there's like hundreds, thousands of people that have been hit up for this in the last couple weeks. I did like when I wrote my article, I think I, that was my plan was to delink them. 
But over the years, I think that you are sometimes targeted because you have that account linked. And yeah. so I've you sort of you defaulted to leaving them now linked again, but I do watch every single time. So I always pay attention to that final screen where it shows gift card, coupon, everything on Amazon. And just like you one, or anybody, we could easily forget to do that one time and then get, you know, get screwed. There. One but. one thing I will say is what we've done in the past and going forward, she'll put the stuff in the cart and I'll make the payment just to make sure from now on. But one way to get targeted for those offers, if you aren't targeted and it's worked in the past, is to unlink your account, wait a couple of days and relink it. So I guess you could reverse engineer that and just unlink it now if you're worried about it and then when the offers come out like we always post about them so if you see it on the site and you're not targeted for it then you could relink it at that point and then check back a couple days later and it's likely you'll be targeted at that point if you were intended to be targeted so a couple more hoops but then it saves you the uh, potential Nordstrom breakout where you're just screaming at the top of your lungs at 12:30 in the morning right no. Joe at least with Nordstrom you got well, you got no, you got a free sweater. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I can wear it at night. I got some loafers. <laughs> Keep my toes right. warm at least out of this. All right, let's uh hit those rapid fires. Mark, start us off. Okay, my uh, rapid fire is for my uh, my friend Winnie Sun. She's a big miles and points person. She's also like a financial guru. You see her on Forbes news, all that stuff on Twitter. And uh, she just launched a new company called Bionic Boost, which uh, people in the diamond channel, well, you can't even really see it, but a little bottle. It's kind of like like a Zycam or a Airborne where you uh, squirt it in your mouth and you get vitamin C. It's got elderberry, all this stuff. It's good for travel. Like if you're going to get on an airplane to fight sickness, illness, that type of thing. So she just launched this new company. It's on, uh, it's got a website, Bionic bionicboost.com uh put a link in the show notes but tastes great we got a a couple samples of it my kids stole them from me and they love them uh you squirt it in your mouth so you can share it with the family if you buy one bottle you pass it around or whatever when you're traveling put it in your travel bag it's uh, tsa approved so perfect size check it out tastes great how about you joe yeah what were we gonna say and we should point out this is not sponsored or anything she's just no a friend and you're just we're just you're just uh mentioning that so they haven't paid us for for mentioning it all right joe what's your rapid fire today so chase freedom released its uh, first quarter five percent categories for both the old freedom and the freedom flex of course remember there are two cards now so it is wholesale clubs not including online purchases womp, womp, uh, internet cable and phone services and select streaming services so it says activate by March 14th, 2020, but if you're Mark, you already activated it, and you know we recommend that you yep. should do that as well. What about you, Sean? What's your game plan, Joe? What's your game plan? I don't know. I like We do not have membership to Wholesale Club, Ducks, um, and you know for internet, cable, and phone <laughs> services. What about, you know. what about the hot dog deal, man? <laughs> well, I told you. I could go into Costco without having a membership and still get that hot dog, but now I can't anymore. anymore. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) So uh, anyway, you know, we're not going to spend $1,500 on streaming services and cable and phone services. So going to have to come up with something. Uh, We'll figure it out. We did. We did post on uh, the site. There's a deal going on right now, Groupon, where it's basically a free Sam's Club membership. So I'm going to take advantage of that and then go get hit some up some vanilla reload or not vanilla reloads, but some vanilla gift cards. Because those work at my local grocery stores, so that's my plan. Oh, wow. Lucky you. 
Bang, bang. Very nice. Yeah, we don't have a Sam's around here, but yeah, I don't know. My wife's Jess has been talking about getting a Costco membership. You guys can't slum it at so. Sam's. You got to go to the expensive Costco, huh? They're all the same to me because I never go inside any of them except for to get the hot dogs. All right, Sean, go. <laughs> My rapid fire is uh, the Thompson Playa del Carmen, the main house. Ryan is down there in Mexico right now, and he wrote a review, very timely review of his stay. And one nice thing about this is there's tons of really interesting properties in Cancun, Playa del Carmen, but this property is only 12,000 points a night. It's a category three, and it's really nice. It's right on the main strip in Playa del Carmen. And yeah, check it out. It was a little bit of a quirky stay, I guess, with the staff, but overall he really liked it. And the pool there looks really amazing. The views look really good uh, as well. And if you're looking to save some points, that's the way to go and uh, check out his full review on the site. And that's going to do it for us this week. Joe, when people aren't listening to the MTM podcast, where can they find you? You can find me at As Joe Flies all over social media. And quick plug, Observation Deck's annual Festivus episode is out this week. And it's a especially meaningful one. So uh, definitely check that out. Mark? Just go on to Sean. At Detroit Mark on Twitter, email me, Mark at Miles and Memories. Comment on any of the articles. I'll get back to you there. Join our Facebook groups. How about you, Sean? MilesToMemories.com for any of our posts every single week. We have our YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash MilesToMemories for Vegas stuff. Our Disney Hacks podcast at DisneyHacks.com. And if you want to dive deeper into Miles and Points, check out our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash MilesToMemories. $10 a month gets bonus content every single week plus our private Discord and Facebook communities. Plus, if you want to see us record this podcast live on video and all of the antics that happen behind the scenes, our Diamond Patreon subscribers get the pleasure of doing that every week. And we thank them for supporting the show. And thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. You guys missed the hot mess. If you weren't here live, you missed it. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. It's okay, honestly. If if Marcus the quietest one, it's the easiest to edit. Marcus oh, the one sick burn. Marcus the one that uh, <laughs> clips all the time. So it's you gotta work a, on your uh, on your pitch for the infomercial, so you can so they'll, they'll get you to host it. <laughs> Mark's trying to Bro. he's trying to audition for the for the host job of the the new. Oh, Zach was in my head because I just said it. But anyway.